Just a word of welcome to those who are visiting and a reminder, I know in some areas of the country it's considered okay to go to communion and then quietly bolt out the door and go do your thing. It's not okay. It would be okay if it was just a symbol or just a piece of bread, then that would be okay. It's not a symbol. It is not a piece of bread. It is the body, the blood, the soul and divinity of Jesus Christ who feeds us with the gift of himself. So please, after you receive communion, return to the pew and give God thanks for the privilege of going to Holy Communion. And it is a privilege, not a right. When a society is perishing, the wholesome advice to give to those who would restore it is to call it to the principles from which it sprang. For the purpose and perfection of an association is to aim at and to attain that for which it is formed, and its effects should be put into motion and inspired by the end and object which originally gave it being. Hence, to fall away from its primal constitution implies disease. To go back to it, recovery. These were the words of Pope Leo XIII in his encyclical, a letter, Rerum Novarum, often known as Rights and Duties of Capital and Labor. Published on May 15, 1891, it was highly controversial in industrialized nations. Why? The Pope taught that workers had the right to form unions. He also sought to address the deplorable conditions of the working classes in 19th century, not using some speculative human philosophy with deformed notions of the nature of man, as Karl Marx did in his Communist Manifesto, published earlier in 1848. Rather, the Pope called all people back to what really works to restore human dignity, conformity to the truths of the gospel and the principles of natural law that are imprinted in every human being regardless of culture. I chose to use this text as we prepare for the celebration of our nation's independence from Great Britain because there is a fundamental truth in Pope Leo XIII's words that we must perpetually recapture as a people, especially as we witness unprecedented levels of social unrest, in some areas the breakdown of law and order, and a rise in crime and violence, giving the impression that our society is perishing. When as a nation of free people we allow ourselves to forget that our freedom, as the Founding Fathers made abundantly clear in the Declaration of Independence, is from God and not the government. Both the individual and the larger society cast themselves into dangerous, murky waters from which they will not easily escape. When, as a diverse people, we permit ourselves to forget or we allow others to redirect us away from the reality that human nature is designed for truth, 
life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, then we set ourselves on a perilous course to becoming an entirely different kind of nation in which neither God nor the truth of human nature are honored, but are actively suppressed by those who would rule over us and by our various institutions. Following the founding principles of our nation, rather forgetting the founding principles of our nation, is the equivalent of abandoning the responsibilities of freedom, the rejection of the moral law ingrained within our nature, and the refusal to be a self-governing people whose governments are only allowed to function with the consent of the governed. The dangers of such forgetfulness are twofold. Chaos and the emergence of a ruling elite assuring us in the chaos that they know better than we how to run our lives, but to do so, they need to assume increasing powers. There is an antidote to the madness. It is one most do not think of. It is available to all people, of all races, of all religious faiths, and to those without faith, of all educational levels, of all socioeconomic backgrounds, to citizens and immigrants alike. And it doesn't cost one penny. The antidote that every citizen and would-be citizen read, and dare I say, go so far as to study the foundational documents of our republic, the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution of the United States, and the Bill of Rights. As Pope Leo XIII rightly pointed out, for a nation to fall away from its primal constitution implies disease. To go back to it, recovery. These documents were not delivered to us through the ministry of angels. They require neither prophets nor priests to interpret. They were formed by the minds of fallen and sinful men inspired by diverse faiths and the terrors of their time. Grace to perceive and declare in those documents revolutionary, radical truths. Our freedom comes from God that is in the very nature of man to be free, and that is the task of government elected by a free people to assist in enhancing those conditions in which each citizen, without exception, can exercise his or her freedom and take the risks to become all that he or she strives to be and enjoy the fruits of his or her labors without government interference. Any political ideology, any social movement, any religion, any government agency that would attempt to deny, subvert, or in any way diminish these radical, revolutionary truths about genuine freedom cannot go unchallenged. 
this uniquely American vision that our freedom comes from God and not the state, led bickering colonies to unite and wage a war of revolution against the world power of their day, Great Britain. It led bickering states to evolve quite rapidly from a confederation of independent states to a United States of America so that freedom could be preserved and defended from hostile nations and domestic tyrants. This concept of freedom led to the bloodiest war ever engaged in by the American people, the Civil War, where according to a census taken in 1860, nearly four million African Americans were slaves and in most cases denied the status of being human. This vision of freedom, even now, cries out for fulfillment in the lives of minorities and our indigenous peoples and calls to conversion the bigotries that still exist. It is these simple, radical, revolutionary truths that our freedom is from God, that it is intrinsic to our very nature, that it is not something bestowed on us by government that makes America so unique, so exceptional, that even now, Millions are drawn to our shores, to eager to be part of this amazing republic. Ignorance of the truths of these founding documents and what they teach us about the nature of freedom, the nature of man, and the nature of government constitute the biggest threat to our peace and security as a nation. Ignorance is always the enemy of freedom and the ally of tyrants. May God bless and preserve the United States of America. <laughs>